Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening to this uh, special episode. Vanessa and I are sitting here together, avoiding eye contact. Uh, <laughs> For those that maybe don't know, uh, I live, this is Abby. I live in St. Louis. Vanessa lives in Kansas City. So we're always recording virtually and we're used to looking at each other via screens. But whenever we do this together and we make eye contact, we like laugh and it gets really weird. So um, we are sitting here together. So hey, V. Hey, I always love these episodes, these special moments when we get to be together. And yes, we're directly not looking at each other and just <laughs> looking at our phones. So if we bust out laughing at any given point, that is why. But let's talk Atlanta. Ooh, Atlanta. Um, okay, I know we're like, it's picking up, but I really feel like, ooh, dang, we're getting, we're going hot and hot and heavy at the end here. Um, another Miss Cynthia Bailey cameo. I did love, first of all, I love her friendship with Kenya. I'm glad that they were able to like mend it and repair it. But I did, and you made a note of this too. I thought it was really funny that. Cynthia was able to get married and divorced before Kenya can even finalize her divorce. Oh my gosh. It, I just thought it was so funny. I do feel like there's been lots of chatter and discussion about Atlanta and what to do with it. And I do feel like Cynthia has been a nice addition in these last couple episodes. It feels familiar. She's fun, lighthearted, has great conversation with the women. So I was happy to see that. Me too. And I think we're getting to this point in Atlanta where we've got to figure out it needs something special. We're not all going to wait till the second half of the season every single time. So, I mean, as we're seeing with OC, maybe it is we bring in Cynthia, bring back Portia, bring back Kim. You know, all know we would love it if they brought back Nini. I don't know if that would ever happen based off of her recent interview and just everything, um, the history there with uh, with Nini and Bravo. But I think it's, we could bring in some OGs to kind of liven this up. If nothing else, it would give us some silly fun episodes in the beginning as we wait for this drama to build up. But um, from there, we get another cameo from Mary to Medicine. Uh, I always forget. Dr. That, Jackie. Yes, Dr. Jackie. I forget that they're all based in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah, no, same. So. It was like pleasant surprise to see her. Um, Sonia, her ultrasound. I love your note here about the geriatric <laughs> pregnancy club, which is the worst term of all time. Some of them say advanced maternal age. I don't think that's much better. I, don't I think, either. honestly, too, like I get that there's an increased risk, but my doctor told me that uh, they really shouldn't have it like designated at 35 because the it doesn't jump as high as they once thought at 35. So anyone out there who was maybe I saw like when they were like your geriatric pregnancy, I laughed because I was a geriatric pregnant person. Uh, if you haven't had a child yet and you're 35 and you're freaking out don't. You'll be fine. Um, but I did love that. I totally understand wanting to tell people when you want to tell them. And I don't think there needs to be this, like, there used to be this sense of like, don't tell anyone you're pregnant until you're like 12 or 13 weeks, because if you were to have a miscarriage, it would be embarrassing or shameful to have to tell people. And I think we've done a great job, uh, as women, uh, eliminating that shame tied to miscarriages that happen early. And so I think it's great to tell you know, whenever you feel comfortable. I don't know if I would tell a young kid that early though. I thought, and have him come to the ultrasound. Like what if they would have gotten there and there wasn't a heartbeat? It was, it's kind of a lot. I get the excitement. I get, I feel like Sonia, as we've seen, she's, she's pretty cheesy. 
she's like someone I feel like has has like wooden sentiments in her home that say like live laugh love like if, yeah. <laughs> if any of them were to have it it'd be Sonya like I just think she's a little cheesy knowing the show's filmed wanted to have his reaction on camera like I feel like that's what's going through her mind versus like what if not thinking the bad news aspect yeah. but I'm with you I would not want my kid in there um it's if you want to kind of process on your own I think later appointments totally totally but that yeah. first appointment no yeah, I was just like, ooh, like when I, so I, this would make you about five weeks pregnant. I was just like, wow, like she was telling everybody, everybody quick. Um, and again, that's her, her, to, her news to tell and decide what to tell. But I was just like, oh God, I feel like that'd be a lot for a young kid to have to like try to understand. Uh, Marlo's event. Okay. First of all, I loved the event just what it meant. Uh, I think it's really neat that for her coming out of foster care, she's doing so much to give back to foster care and wants to celebrate those kids and organizations. Uh, I know you made a note that you were sad that Kenya and Candy didn't go. And I agree with that. I think not only because it was her event, Marla's event, but it was such an important cause for her and also an important cause, I think, for the Atlanta community. I was really surprised. Candy, I know, is really busy. She's filming. Kenya could have been there. Oh, Absolutely. And you get to see the softer side. I just, I so badly want Marlo to be good with Kenya and Candy. So I think subconsciously I'm like, come on, <laughs> ladies, show up. But one thing I do have to call out between Marlo's event and then the sip and see, the most extravagant sip and see, is Atlanta has a color code for every event. All the women were wearing blue. And they look then it was beige. They do look beautiful. Everyone was wearing white. But do we really need to have matching colors? Like, I just find it funny. I just, it's like a funny detail that I've noticed that I don't know if it's that prominent. I know a theme is prominent, but a color theme isn't as, as prominent. So it just made me laugh this season. Yeah, I, I thought that the color theme for the Sip and See was a little odd. And I know it was like soft, like pink, I guess, because it's a girl, um, I don't, the sip and see to me was just so over the top. I mean, the amount of money she spent on this, I will just to my future, um, you know, grandbaby, grandbabies, I will just babysit you all the time. You can have sleepovers at my house. I wouldn't, I would not throw that extravagant of an event. No. And like Candy said in her confessional, she's like, this is for Sheree. And clearly yeah. it was Sheree. I was like dying, like her parading the baby oh, around. Like she was, so was, she was so tired and like everyone has their cameras and phones. And like, it's just like, she did the most. Um, but the biggest thing that I did not expect to shock <laughs> me in this episode. So uh, Bob Whitfield makes an appearance. One of the worst house husbands in history. FYI. I forgot how terrible you know, he is. How terrible yeah. he is. And this kind of reiterates that. So he's taking a picture with Cairo, um, Cairo's girlfriend and this girl. And everyone's like looking at them like, who's this? Who's this chick? Like, is that his girlfriend? Like, who is this girl who's just like in this family photo? And it turns out she drops the news to Sheree. Not even Bob does this that she's Bob's daughter <laughs> and she'd been, she's 26. So literally this has been a 26 year secret. And it just, they decided to share this to Sheree at a sip and see while cameras are there. Here's where my head immediately went. If you're this daughter and you know that Sheree doesn't know about you, or even if you didn't know that, but you obviously you've had no introduction or meeting with her. 
I understand that Mecca is technically her niece, like she's the aunt. But if it was the other, like if it knowing who Sheree is and she's the one hosting it, it's in her house. Why would you even want to go? Oh my god, it's weird. It was like so bizarre. Like, and I love that the women, like immediately, (laughs) their faces were like, "What?" And how they immediately grilled like Bob, like understandably so. Like Candy has zero shame. I loved it. She like literally is like, "Uh, "I've known you a long time and didn't know you had another child." Like what? Like this is insane. Like and Sheree, I'm sure after cameras were done, but she pulled it together pretty well. I don't know that I would have. I mean, I guess it's been so long and she's not married to Bob anymore, but that would. It would bother me because it'd be like, well, we started our, our marriage with a lie and a secret. To yes. With. And he wasn't very forthcoming about, they said, did you know about her right away? Like if it was something where he didn't know he had a child. And then by the time he did, he was divorced from Sheree and didn't feel like he needed to say it to her like that. I'd understand. But yeah, I, I don't know the whole. The whole situation is really messed up. I did appreciate Candy being like, you thought at a baby reveal, you were going to reveal you had a baby. Like, I just thought that was perfect uh, timing and well done uh, from Candy. So we get a like preview of next week. And then we got a little bit of like a little extra. Cause I said, then one month after cameras wrapped, um, I, and so then it's like, are you ready to talk about you and Ralph? I am not loving this new trend. I loved it for Vanderpump. It made sense. The cameras come back. We film again, but I, we heard that we're, they probably did it with Beverly Hills. We're maybe now doing it with Atlanta. Like, I don't want this to be the new thing where if something breaks after airing. We're just going to start back up again. Like it seemed kind of like the confessional between Drew asking about it. I don't know, like save it for the reunion or save it for the next season, but I don't feel like we always need I get what you're saying. I personally like it. I think it just kind of holds these women accountable in some ways in terms of being on reality television and talking about your life. And unfortunately, these shows, it takes so long before it comes out that it later becomes irrelevant. And I think the reunion show, they really want to focus on things happening amongst a group of women a bit more. So from that, if Bravo was churning out these seasons much faster than they had been. I would be more okay with it waiting the next season, but I'm good with it. I think, I guess what I would rather have is kind of like what you, I'd rather a quicker turnaround. I think they need to figure out a way to get the seasons out quicker from when they wrap filming. Um, But yeah, I guess this will just have to do for now. All right. Well, before we talk about Ronnie, we were going to take a quick little ad break. And we wanted to talk to you about a great uh, company that we've been having the best uh, privilege of working with. Uh, Quince is a amazing, just like quiet luxury um, without paying luxury prices. So what I love about Quince is they have a wide range of items from linen shirts to silk skirts, which are so in right now, Italian leather. They also have great cashmere sweaters, all at affordable prices. So you've got shirts for under 50. You can get jewelry for under 30. All of their pieces are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. So think, uh, I've been hearing it's called girl math, but um, I always called it cost per wear. And so I uh, was so excited. I got to pick out something from Quince and I went with just a classic black cashmere crew neck sweater. I think you cannot have enough like classic crew neck sweaters. It's super soft. 
It fit perfectly. I'd say very true to size. And, you know, for those of you that love cashmere and love that look, it's just a great way to incorporate that, incorporate that into your closet without breaking the bank and without, you know, not being able to have anything else to wear it with. So if you'd like to upgrade your closet this summer with Quince right now, go to quince.com slash real moms to get free shipping 365 day re um, returns on your next order. That's quince, K-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash real moms for free shipping and a 365 day return policy. Quince.com slash real moms. Looking to budget your food expenses for the back to cool back to school season? Get more bang for your bite with America's best value meal kit, Every Plate. Every Plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping with no hidden fees, so you can count on great value week after week. Plus, only pay what you need with pre-portioned ingredients. Cook once, eat twice with our new dinner to lunch dishes. Tasty filling meals for both dinner and lunch the next day. Each recipe is carefully crafted to ensure the ingredients can be easily repurposed so you won't feel like you're just eating leftovers. Plus, save time making lunch on busy weekdays and most of the work done at dinner. Try new favorites such as sweet soy chicken tacos, chicken stir fried, chicken sausage flatbreads, tomato pasta, and more. All available for a slight upcharge for limited time. Again, Fall's always busy for me. I, I'm thinking about, you know, Mia just started kindergarten. She's going to be starting more activities. Every plate is so helpful. You know, you can take your time with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals and ready in six simple steps. They plan the meals, deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door so you can spend less time meal prepping and packing kids or work lunches. Give yourself one less thing to worry about this back to school season. Every plate's lower price point is a differentiating factor for me. I was a bit skeptical about, you know, doing meal kits. I've done them before. It, after a while, it seemed like it added up. But truthfully, this is such a time saver and it is much more affordable. I don't feel like I'm leaving waste, wasting food or anything of that nature. It's truly a great meal kit. If you feel like you've tried a lot of different meal kits, I, I please try every plate. It's, it's been great. My husband, he, Kyle, you guys know he's the cook. He loved it. So get a dollar 49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49 real moms. That's all together. 49 real moms. Get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code real 49 real moms. Again, everyplate.com slash podcast promo code 49 real moms. It's an up to $110 value. So this is a really, really great deal. Please let us know what you think. All right. Uh, let's talk about Coachella. I mean, the uh, non-Val Renewal anniversary party. Uh, I I think it's a little odd to have sponsors for a party celebrating your anniversary. I don't know. To me, I'm like, uh. yeah, I mean, clearly, we you know what you're doing, Aaron. You don't want to pay for it. You know, you're going to be on TV. 
So you're telling all these sponsors you're going to be featured on television. You can mention and say you're on Real Housewives of New York. I feel like Dorinda and Ramona went about that in certain yeah. ways without having to say sponsored by. Yes. <laughs> I think there's other ways around it. It just, yeah. To Even like, I mean, Jackson, Brittany, like they had their entire wedding sponsored, but it wasn't on the invite. I don't know. To me, I was just like, that seems a little cheap. Also, you know, you guys know I have a little bit of a spidey sense for people that might be trying to portray a lifestyle they cannot necessarily afford. I don't know if that's the case with Aaron and Abe, but that did kind of give me a little bit of like a a beige flag. Like, yeah, you know, like, can you could you not have afforded the party? And again, there's nothing wrong with not being able to afford it. Like I couldn't afford that party, but I'm not on Housewives and I'm not pretending like. I have all this money and I live this fabulous lifestyle. Um, I don't know. So I just thought that was a little odd. I did love though. I, Jessel is kind of growing on me. The fact that she called it an all-inclusive apology is just such a classic housewife move. I was like, maybe she is uh, more of a housewife and less of a wet blanket than I initially thought. I am finding, I think I'm just finding humor in her. I think I always say my favorite housewife quality is delusion. And I think she's slightly delusional and the things she says, and she doesn't realize how like bizarre she sounds when saying it. We'll get to that aspect of the Montessori schools, for example. Um, we'll talk more about that here in a second in a bit, but I just found it hilarious. And I love that Bryn was quick to be like, okay, is there like a buffet apology? Like yeah. what does all inclusive mean? Like, what does that include? Like you're good just, for seven nights. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that. Bryn was like quick to it. Uh, I loved the uh, Shit's Creek little cameo for a minute. I had to Google her because her hair was so much shorter. I'm like, is that Stevie? I'm not sure, but it was. Yeah. So who knows? Like, I feel like Jenna Lyons is such an onion to me. I didn't know she was into, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, interior decorating, given her place, how beautiful it is and how well curated it is. But she was set up on a blind date with Emily Hampshire, didn't work out, they're friends, and now she's her interior decorator. So <laughs> I just love that there's unexpected things from Miss Jenna Lyons. I love the Stevie Shits Creek connection for me. I think Shits Creek got us all through 2020. Um, it's such a great show. So that was a fun surprise for me. Another fun surprise for me. So Uba, I thought it was so sweet that she was trying to help Aaron with her anniversary party by hooking her up with Jacob the Jeweler. So for my hip hop fans, Jacob the Jeweler has been mentioned in so many different rap songs from Jay-Z, Pharrell, Kanye. So I immediately was like, oh my God, this is the Jacob the Jeweler. So I just, I, I didn't just know thought, that. Look yeah. I know. I mean, I heard Jacob. I'm like, there's only one Jacob. You'll like, he's been referenced in so many different songs. Also, if you want to go down a little rabbit hole, random rabbit hole, he also spent some time in jail. I no. found out in my Google. So just, just for you, you know, Jacob, yeah. just search it. Just search yeah. it. Um, I feel like everyone now goes to jail. Is yeah. That like I the mean, thing. I mean, Martha. He had like a drug sting. Oh, really? Yeah. It was. It was, oh, it was a, well, and now look at him. He's, he's back. I mean, he's back. So anyways, I just thought that was funny. Um, okay, let's talk about Aaron and Abe's dinner and the penguin in the room. I didn't even notice the penguin because I thought the dress was such an odd choice for the place they went to dinner and just for the type of dinner they were having. To me, that type of dress is something New Year's, uh, a casino themed like 
event where, but like it was so high cut on that one leg. Yes, I noticed that. <laughs> I like just couldn't get over that. So I completely missed the penguin who was dining in the background. It was like, was it, it's like a giant like stuff. It was thing. a, yes, a giant stuffed penguin. If you did not notice it initially, I highly recommend rewinding back to that scene because it's so fucking funny. I went back and forth and watching it was like, wait, is this a guy alone with a penguin? But it turns out there was two people there. So it makes it slightly less weird, but still weird. Don't penguins like mate for life though or something? Maybe it was something like I think they it was each a gift. got each other like a penguin. I thought it might have been a gift. That's the story I'm telling myself. But I'm also we need like, to know more, I'm also like, how did Aaron not say, Abe, there is a penguin behind you? Because I think I would have said that. She's probably so worried about exposing her hoo-ha with that dress. I mean, the dress <laughs> was like, they were in like it would look like I'm sure it was an amazing restaurant, but to me it gave me like cabiny, like lodgy, like dark wood. I don't know. I was just like that is not the dress. For that, that is a sexy ass dress. Okay. Yeah. Do you think she knew she was getting that diamond? Yeah. <laughs> I like how quick your response. She was such a bad actress. Like I'm, I'm sure. Maybe she didn't know exactly what it was, but maybe she knew. I'm sure they went to a, a jeweler and he had her like look at some things, try some things on. I that was not a that was not a face of like Pierce Price. Also, he was being so obvious with it. Oh my god, when she says rock, if yeah. I get a new rock, yeah. wait, pull out my pocket. Yeah. It just seemed like it was a cue that they like. Well, talked. and the fact that like he kept his jacket. And yeah, I, I don't know. I was just like he was being so weird about it. I was like, clearly he's giving her something. Um yeah, I felt like it was a little, a little fake. Um, maybe not the the gesture, but the reaction. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, I am obsessed with size husband. One, he's like always in athleisure wear, which my type of guy. But I really did not think about the whole pampered thing from the perspective of what how he said it. And I love that a man can come in and like. I don't want to say understand a woman's thinking, but can like think from like her perspective. And I was like, Hey, if I had a really hard, you know, like had just had a really hard, like couple of years went through like so many years of IVF took a little bit of a break, starting my own company. And someone's going to tell me I'm pampered. Like, I was like, you know what? You're right. Like that could be very triggering to say like you're pampered. It seems like, you know, everything's done for you when it's like she did. And it seems like the IVF has been something that's been really tough on her and for her. So I was like, I really appreciated size husband giving that perspective. Who knew? And I just love the way he like really shoots it straight with Sai. Like he does not, I love couples that like, just, it feels like very real. And like, when we see them on TV, I'm like, I think they're having like a genuine conversation. This wasn't posed for cameras. Absolutely. He's a star. He's a star. And finally, if anyone who's followed her Instagram account, it's fun that we actually get to see him. <laughs> Because he's always been a mystery from her Instagram perspective. But going back to Jessel. <laughs> so then we get to this ridiculous conversation about the Montessori schools. Um, you know, whether at one school they can just speak Mandarin. And how amazing <laughs> would it be that our children, our child can speak Mandarin. But then at this other school, you pay $62,000 and you get an iPad, a Mac, lunch, snacks. <laughs> like I was just like laughing at the absurdity of this conversation and how she looked at her husband straight in the face and said, you can send your child where Tom Cruise sent their kids. Like imagine we can be rubbing shoulders with those type of well, people. First of all, I would not want to be rubbing shoulders with Tom Cruise to begin with. Like, you um, just everything. I'm team Katie Holmes for life. But yeah, I mean, I was laughing when she's like, you get an iPad and a Mac air. I was like, first of all, what is a two year old going to do with that? Yeah. I going to break an iPad. Yes. So, 
Like don't keep that for yourself and give them your old one. Cause they're going to break that. And uh, yeah, I just, I loved her husband's like, and he's like, okay, well, they don't even speak English right now. So why are we worried about them speaking Mandarin? And this is just preschool. And I understand in New York, it's like a big thing. Like I remember from reading just different books from back when I was in book clubs, uh, you know, there was this whole big thing about like, well, these kids went to this preschool and I, I get that it's like a big deal, but I appreciate her husband. I do think $62,000 per kid for preschool is a little ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. And I, I think one thing like, okay, as ridiculous as this whole conversation is, I guarantee there's multiple households having that exact yeah. conversation. Sure. So on that level, I appreciate Jessel just giving it to us. But then again, I think there's that delusional aspect that she doesn't realize how ridiculous it all sounds. Uh, I completely agree. But then it makes me just love her more. Um, all right. It's the anniversary party. So I put a meme about this and I said it, there's a 0% success rate for couples that renew their vows on air. And I was quickly reminded that uh, the Grand Dame had a vow renewal. Um, and so did um, Stephanie from Dallas. And they're still going, they're still kicking. I am not going to count Whitney Rose as a success story yet. Uh, I think it's a little too soon to tell. But historically, vow renewals do not do well on Bravo. Andy's usually pretty quick to point that out to people when they do them. So I was shocked that Aaron decides to not only have an anniversary party, but they're going to they never read their vows, which I've learned thanks to a lot of people um, DMing that that is common um, in just the way the Jewish faith approaches weddings. You don't do vows. And so they wanted to do it for each other. But um, I don't know, just like bold choice, you know, coming in as a new housewife. Bold choice and even bolder choice to have a million speeches. Like I'm <laughs> with the women here. Yeah. I mean, that was ridiculous. I'm sorry. Like, have people send you a video message and you guys can watch it at home amongst yourselves. But like no one, I'm telling you, no one cares except for the couple on stage. I mean, I don't even like them at weddings. Like I um, I went to a wedding one time many, many years ago um, where the combined speeches were 92 minutes. And I just remember like at one point, I started timing the speeches. Uh, the maid of honors went first and I just was like, Oh my God, like this is going so long. I, it was just long speeches are yeah. Only the people telling it and the bride and groom enjoy it. Like no one wants to know all the inside jokes cause we don't understand it. An inside joke is not meant to be shared with the outside. Like I just felt like you don't need that many people talking. And if you've been married for 10 years, yeah, it's sweet. But like, I don't know. I'd kind of be like, yeah, I already know we're a great couple. We've been married for 10 years. I don't need everyone telling me. Yeah. I just, I feel like it was good intent. I feel like Aaron of all people, I yeah. wouldn't have expected that from her. Agreed. So it just seemed a little cheesy. And I get like why the women were talking and that whole like um, confrontation with her sister, which felt so <laughs> state like forced and weird to me. Her sister wants a friend. Up, oh, her sister wants to get on the show for sure. She's definitely working for it with that confrontation. And the women were like, what? I do kind of agree. I know size, the queen of you don't have food, Aaron, but. I don't, granted, I don't know what time this Bank of America party started, <laughs> but I would have thought maybe a little bit more food. Do you? Yeah, I I don't know. I would have thought, depending on the timing, like buffet dinner, heavy apps or like full meal. So I'm a sigh. And I love how she's like, I'm going to Nobu. Yeah, exactly. But she's pescatarian. So they didn't have options for everyone. So yeah. I'm like, I'm with you. Okay. Do you think Sai was hypocritical for telling Aaron that Jenna should have said bye when she left her house 
for not saying goodbye at this party. Do you think those are the same or do you think they're different? So I need to know a little bit more because like you never know how editing is cut out. Like, did she really like it seemed like she left after they had said the their new vows to each other. And so in my head, I'm like, OK, is she leaving? Because she's like, OK, they just said their vows. There's so many people here. I'm starving. I'm not going to stay all night. I'm heading out. Like, I don't think she knew that Aaron was going to go change and then run out and like be with the ladies. And there were so there really were so many people there. Like I've been at weddings. If there's not a lot of people left or if I'm like on the dance floor and I look down, I'm like, oh, we pro I probably need to head out like I have a babysitter or whatever. And the bride and groom are nearby. I'll say bye. Tell them I had a great time. Thank you for inviting me. But I don't always do that. Like there's been times where they've been in like the middle of the dance floor and they're with like, if you didn't go to college with them and it's a high school friend or a work friend and they're with like all of their college buddies or high school buddies. And it's like, oh, it seems like they're having so much fun, but that's a group of people I don't even know. I'm not going to go interrupt their fun to say bye. So I need to know more about it. Um, my initial reaction is yes, but there could be some circumstances that could have led to her not saying. I think if she wasn't filming a show on camera, this probably wouldn't have been an ordeal or an issue, but I think it was fine. She didn't want to inter interrupt her. Like, I don't see the big deal in it, but it's housewives. So it's going to yeah. become a big deal. Um, as we'll see next episode, it seems like a lot of people have some issues with Aaron. Um, but that is this week in Bravo, uh, with it being our first episode of the week. Uh, later this week, we will cover Crappy Lake and OC, as well as this week's hot pop culture headlines. But uh, we're going to do our shout out. So V, who are you giving your shout out to? We're going to talk about this more on our other episode discussing Crappy Lake. But I just want to give it to Sonia and Luann for continuing to be the gift that keeps on giving. These women are so funny. And I cannot wait to unpack the finale of Crappy Lake later this week. Oh, I thought for sure Vanessa would have gone with Beyonce because she's going to. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to Beyonce. Um, so after I see her, she'll probably be my there you shout go. out. You're saving it yes. yeah, for next week. OK, well, I did a little special shout out on Instagram, but I want to do it for all of you listening as well. My shout out goes to anyone who is currently 34 weeks Um or more pregnant right now. It is so hot everywhere in the country. I think like everyone I know in the large Midwest, upper Midwest, mid Midwest, Southern Midwest, it is so hot and humid. It is like just disgusting. I think the only place where it's not hot right now is LA um, cause it's like 68 and I think they're also bracing for some storms. So um, might be a little bit cooler. I was talking to a friend of mine in LA and she's like, that's actually like kind of chilly here. Uh, but everywhere else, it's extremely hot and humid. And I know what it's like. Vanessa knows what it's like to be very pregnant in the summer. It is not fun. It is so uncomfortable. And it's okay if people are like, you're being kind of cranky or like, why are you in a bad mood? Because you are so uncomfortable. You have like a massive like bowling ball that you're carrying in your stomach. Like it is the worst. And so a shout out to all of you that are cranky, hot, swollen, and tired right now. Just hang in there. But on that note, um, I know Vanessa always preaches this. Uh, if your feet and hands look really swollen to you and you're a little worried, it's the perfect time to check your blood pressure. I know that I remember Vanessa being really swollen and I told her, oh, it's just because it's so hot. I was like that too. And she ended up having preeclampsia. So make sure you also check your blood pressure for all of those people um, that are 
dealing with your pregnancy in this extreme heat and humidity. Uh, but before we sign off, you guys know the drill. We are trying to get to a thousand reviews and we really appreciate all the new ones. We've got, um, I'll hope you get to a thousand TIS 2022, fairly new to this podcast, but quickly became one of my favorites. These women are easy to listen to and the content is good. Thank you so much. Uh, then we've got Dre Dre 110. And I think that's it for this week. So hopefully next week we'll be reading several more to you guys. But thank you so much for those reviews. Keep them coming. Uh, hit subscribe, five stars. And as you guys know, make it a good day or don't. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.